Welcome to the Heart of Healing, the pandemic episodes. I'm your host, Tom Fould. In these episodes, we'll meet loving, talented people who, while coping with their own pandemic stress, are often, are often are offering others understanding, compassion, love, and ways to relax and heal, even under the weight of current conditions. Listen with an open heart to those who, in this time of crisis, are offering their hearts and talents to us all. And I'm very pleased today to have as our guest, Laverne Wilson-Vallis, who is the CEO of Elder Friends Concierge Service. Welcome, Laverne. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Well, I'm excited to have you. I, I think what you're doing is wonderful. This Elder Service, Elder Friends Concierge Service, tell us about it. What is that actually doing? Well, before I tell you about it, just know that this was born out of desire to create a safe and trustworthy concierge service for the elderly. And what we do here at Elder Friends, we provide a personal care services for those wishing to age in place. And I will tell you, Tom, this is a very dear and passionate project to my heart. And therefore I just wanted to facilitate this and create a business. And additionally, what we do for, aside from those who wish to age in place, there are those who need to go into a facility so we support and assist the families in providing the best options for those who are faced with medical conditions and just find the best solution and place for them to actually lead a successful life in their current situation. Well, that's wonderful. This, and that's very difficult for families to make decisions like that and to know which is really best. Where do you, where's your background to help you and your people to help this? What's the background? Well, my background, funny you should ask that, it really started off in law enforcement. So, Tom, I served 22 years in law enforcement in the largest police department. Um, Just to tell you a little bit about myself. Yes. In addition to serving, as we all start off in law enforcement as police officers, I then propelled myself into a police academy instructor and then into management positions. And therefore, Elder Friends was created from my personal experience and professional. In law enforcement, I encountered many elderly people who aged in place and didn't have any loved ones to contact in time of need. Meaning if they passed away, we as law enforcement, we didn't have anyone to contact or if they didn't need further assistance, we didn't have anyone. Then my personal family triumphs. Um, I just saw my loved ones being faced with situations where they didn't want to go into an assisted living facilities, but yes. their children chose that option for them. Yes. And that was not always the best option for them to leave a fruitful life. So my background came from personal and professional experiences, but the people that do work for me, they are trained in this field a little more in depth, but I then went and increased my educational knowledge. I went to Cornell and then I majored in classes where senior living facility management, just looking at the logistics of what is gonna be fruitful for the elderly to progress in life. I learned that there. So I feel like I have a lot coming from both ends, you know? Yes, indeed. And the work of organizing, of being the manager of all of this is vital because that's where I think people, companies and groups fall down. 
they have people who have talent to help individually, but overall they haven't got a management that's, that's sending them to the right place at the right time and getting the right information. So and that you, is so needed. Yes, Tom. Yes. So you're doing a very powerful job. How, <laughs> when somebody wants to stay in place, what are the kind of services you do offer to them? Well, I will tell you, just to give another background, in New York City, which we're in, in the next few years, because the baby boomers are aging increasingly, aging in place is actually the best option. And with that, we at Elder Friends, we want to support the families because, yes, you want to say you want to age in place. However, this puts a strain on the family as a whole, the family unit. And it's changing the dynamics of the family structure as we know it. Previously, what happened is we said, okay, mom and dad, I'm going to move out and they're going to be alone. But right now, having your family members, your elderly loved ones at home really helps bring back that nuance of family structure and support. So elder friends, what we do, we lend services to alleviate the stress. So some of the things that we would do would be, um, let's say a wellness check, because you still have to navigate being married, having to go to work, having to take the kids to school. And at the same time, you have your elderly loved ones, your mom, your dad, or your grandpa at home, even though they're helping out, their mobility is limited. So we at Elder Friends, we come in and we, we're gonna do the essential task that's gonna make them vital to support you and also to live a fruitful life. And that may be, maybe we'll go to the grocery, but instead of just having the grocery delivered at home, we're gonna pack that away so that eases the burden off of your parents and also ease the burden off yourself so you don't have to worry about that. Additionally, what medications are needed, we can ensure that your medications are filled, they come home and it's already organized. Again, leaving that stress of tending to your loved one's medical needs, we're just gonna give them those medications, make sure it's already sorted out, make sure the appointments are already made and scheduled. So these are little essential things that just really eases that burden off of you as the caretaker. It certainly does, and it, it must be a great relief to family members who you know, do have jobs and do have children to know that their, their seniors are being helped so, with this. Absolutely, because just the fact of, you know, we are used to children, we are used to our parents as the caretakers, right? Right. Our parents raised us, they took care of the household, they did all these things for us, and all of a sudden, they need our help and they need our help because they're aging. Right. And so just the, all of a sudden you have to take care of mom and dad, that puts a great strain on a relationship and the caretaking aspect. You know, there are a lot of things that your mom and dad are going to go through that you as the child, you're not even aware of. So we're just here to alleviate that. Well, right. And it's, it's a situation where, the, as you talk, talk about, the relationship between parent and child is changing. And while that is not going to be fixed as it, it can't go back to what it was, it still yes. doesn't mean that the child can actually parent the parent. The child is there to support, be, be supportive, maybe, and provide a home, but mm -hmm. you are there to support the parent. You are there to care for the parent or make sure that they are cared for. And that's why... 
again, we are just assisting and supporting because I'll tell you, and I'm sure you just think about it. The elderly person does not want to be babied by their kids, right? Right. They, they well, don't want that. They would not even want, they might not even want their kids to notice that yeah. they need help. Absolutely. And so for that reason, we're saying, listen, we are not a nursing care agency where we're going to come in. And I'll tell you, Tom, the difference between my firm and others is we, you have seen um, nursing, nursing home assistants, they wear that blue and they look like they're there to take care of someone. Right. We don't present that. We present ourselves as we are here to assist and support and we're leaving. And we will come back and help you. And we're leaving because everyone wants to be independent. No matter how old you are, you still want to feel a sense of independence and dignity. And we want to give that to you. Uh, that's wonderful because that helps the mind, the whole mindset. Absolutely. Is, uh, Absolutely. I, I can do some things now. I have help to do these. I'm not helpless. Exactly. Yes, exactly. No one wants to feel helpless. But at the same time, as we age, and I, we all need to just discuss one dynamic of the family unit being together. How about the family unit that's not together and your parents live in New York City and you may live in Colorado or Pennsylvania? So now you have to address that niche. How do you deal with that? Again, that's where we're, we come in because we know even though your parents don't want you to know, you may feel neglected. You well, may feel a sense of loss. Right. Well, since you're you're based in New York, yes. But given the situation where maybe the one one part of the family is in New York and one other part is elsewhere, how do you deal with the, the the people elsewhere? Well, that's what we do is we make connection, and it's all about establishing a rapport and a relationship with those that are in New York. But what we do, we um, we also build a connection with the love. The, the caretakers, right? The children that are out of state. We have constant contact. We give you that reassurance and that peace of mind that your mom or your dad or your aunt or uncle, whomever it is, that they are being taken care of. And that's where the wellness check comes in. And so you can have wellness check while in New York and even outdoor. And we, we're in constant communication. We provide reports, phone calls weekly. However your plan is that you organize with us, we give you that assurance that they're taken care of. And it's a peace of mind. Right. Absolutely. Now, I know that your, your people do not do medical service, but no. many of those people that you are supporting there have the need to have doctors. And you may, as you say, take them to a, an appointment even sometimes. Well, we don't we don't take to appointments, but we ensure that you don't miss. Now, I will tell you, Tom, one service we have is called transitional care. Transitional care is the transition from hospital to home. But when you have that transition from hospital to home, in the hospital, you possibly had a minor twist of ankle or a heart condition or heart knee replacement, anything of that sort. And when you transition home, we ensure that your home is ready, comfortable, and a safe place for you to be. However, what happens is when you transition home, if you don't have that environment ready for you and you're not able to accept it, there's a large percentage of seniors that get readmitted 
for the previous conditions because they're not being taken care of properly at home. That's interesting. So, yes. So the transition is you have to, listen, you can go into the hospital and have surgery, but if you don't come home and have that wellness being done for you, that keeping with your appointments, taking your medications on schedule, if that is not done for you and you don't receive a good comprehensive in-home support, you're going to end up right where you were. Right, right. And that a person who does not receive that support, I mean, you're offering basic support, but there are certain things, obviously, that, as you say, you, you're not empowered to do. And it may come at some point that may lead you to the next possible you know, status where they have to go to a support of, to a home. Is that right? I'm sorry, you kind of broke up, you said? Well, I was just saying that you, you do these things and that's wonderful, but may come a time when yes. medically or any other reason they need to have uh, move out of the home. Yes, absolutely. You do now help? That, yes, go ahead. So that is another um, service that we provide because, of course, listen, we cannot do everything at home. It's our most challenge to be at home, but we support and that's what we want to encourage. However, there are people that may suffer from additional illness that we are not geared to take care of. And what we do to provide the support for the family is we'll do the research. We'll ask the hard questions. We'll find the facilities of your choice. If you say to me, uh, listen, Laverne, mom is experiencing memory loss or it's some form of dementia or she's falling a lot and we really don't want to outfit the home for, for her. We, we feel it's best if she go, no problem. We would sit down and do a comprehensive analysis of what your needs are. But this is the catch, Tom. You don't exclude the parent. Right. You have and to include. Because when you're asking about what who's the needs are, you need you're yeah. talking about the parent. The parent Absolutely. What do they need wherever they were going? And that's yeah. a big and hard and maybe hard transition for parents. Of course. Of course. Because you do feel distant. But as I said, there are four things that in order to make this transition easy, that you, the loved one, need to be included with the caregiver. And that's first, you're not doing anything behind the back. This is not a secret. This is an inclusive process, because if you include, then I feel that I am part of this decision making. I'm not going to feel isolated. I'm not going to feel like you're trying to get rid of me. Because all of this is a sense of purpose we want to have. So we want to empower your loved one. We want to give know that they can get visits wherever they're going. It's going to be a home-like feeling. And you want to be able to reassure them that we're going to still spend time. We're not putting you away. So this is a very, very important thing here, uh, looking at a facility to place someone in. Right. Now, when they are placed in the facility, is that at that point, do you, you are now, are you out of the picture? It's the option of the family. Um, it's just really how inclusive they want us to be at this point. Um, but it's a good tender moment that you can say, once you introduce us, we are not here to say, okay, all hands off. Here's the facility, place her and goodbye. Whatever you need from us, we are here because it's a continuous support. It's a relationship that's built. But I would tell you, I had um, a loved one 
and he was placed in a facility. And I could tell you, Tom, you see the light. You see the light that's gone from the eye, the charismatic. You just see that person because if you don't want to be there, you're, you're going, you're going because you want to out of guilt, uh, you're going because you don't want to be a burden. There are many reasons why the parents would agree to go, not necessarily for their own well-being, but could be just to alleviate the stress on you. Right. And so for that reason, you have to find the right fit. Absolutely. You have to find the right fit. Well, also what you have done, what you're talking about <clears throat> is the work that you do with these uh, parents, these patients, whoever you want to call them, clients, clients <laughs> is to build a relationship so they trust you and they yes. have to trust you to, to say oh yes it's time to take my medicine thank you or whatever it might be now you're you're saying we found help find this place for you but once they're there they're going to miss you because you've built a relationship so there's, it would seem that it would be wonderful to keep some some contact for at least some while some contact but you don't want to create a sense of dependence because right. you want to give them, with the inclusion process, you want to give them the rest assured that this place is just as comfortable. One of the thing, one of the services that we include is once we do the research and we obtain two choices for the family and they determine, some of the questions we ask is, what is the retention rate at the facility? Right. What is the ratio of staff to medical personnel on site or on call? These are things that are important because if there's a quick turnover rate, there's not going to be a relationship fostered at this facility. Exactly. So you want to find the, the right fit that's going to give comfort to your loved one knowing. And better than that, you need activities, right? Yes. <laughs> you need to know you're going someplace where I'm not going to sit there and just play a rummy cube for five hours. Exactly. Exactly. There's lots of activities. So a relationship, and that's where inclusion into the decision-making process and visits to the location, all of these are vital in knowing that I'm going to accept this new facility as being my home. And also bringing items from the home. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, that would make sense. Yeah, you don't want to just go to a new facility, it's stock. And I will tell you, assisted facilities are not cheap. No. Right? Not They're not cheap. It's a continuous process. It's a continuous expense. And for that reason, we want to try and get it as right as possible. Now, are there always oftentimes mistakes made? Sure. Do When you get to the facility, maybe it's not going to be what you thought it was going to be? Sure. But that's why we do an tr easy transition. And hopefully, we want to keep that relationship for maybe like a month or two and then ease off and then you know, this should be the place where you're going to be. That, that's wonderful. That makes sense. I'm going to ask you what, what, what I think is a difficult question. Okay. Are you ready? You're yeah. Ready? <laughs> now, what you've seen now, I know that I imagine your preference would be like most of us. I want to stay home. I don't want to be elsewhere. Yeah. But if it came to the fact that it was clearly, for whatever reason, not a good idea to stay at home now any, any longer, how do you feel about going? Have you seen places that you would say, you know, if I have to do this, I could go there. Have you seen that in, in your studies of this? There are places that I would go, but the thing that makes it an option, it really depends and it's a custom feel for the client, meaning these are things that would be important. Aesthetically, it could all look pleasing. It's a nice clean facility. 
Everyone is walk walking around smiling. There's a garden for me to sit at. But if I go there and the people that are there, the other clients that are in that facility do not engage with me or do not share my beliefs, then that doesn't be, that's not a right fit. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I, I love that you said that. Are you able to make some of those determinations for other people, for people, and of course later for yourself if that's the case? But that about the belief systems or about the conversational possibilities, how do how does one f determine that that might be a good a good fit? Well, you know what, that's really takes experience and really your best people skills, and that again, that's where my law enforcement training brought me into because I'm able to assess the right feel for the place. Um, again, I'm going to just go back to my loved one. He, I saw him the other day and he said to me, he was like, listen, I didn't like this place, but I, he's there. It's engaging. He said, but they don't share his political views. Right. And so he doesn't feel like he's able to have a conversation politically. So your real authentic self is not able to flourish. But listen, it, it's supplying all his needs. But again, that's something that's innate to the person. Right, absolutely. And also, these days, it's very hard with all of the different divisions in the country to, to find uh, people who are absolutely on the same wavelength. However, one of the challenges that might be for a loved one is can you talk to this person anyway? Can you find yes. a, an area where you both love bowling or both love mm -hmm. gardening and don't talk politics, but talk about something else? Yes. Well, you listen, as a... Yes. Uh, Grown-ups, we have for someone's safety of being at home and right. versus these... I think the greatest thing is You're breaking up a little bit. I think we're having a loss of connection to Laverne at this moment. Let's give it a second and see if, if Laverne gets back to us. Don't want to have too much silent time here. Laverne, are you able to hear us and call, come, come back in? Well, let me just say, in case she, she's not able to come back, that may be the problem. Uh, let me just thank Laverne for being here and um, end this program. Thank you.